This Watch Out for Fireballs episode is brought to you by our Patreon campaign. If you go to patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv, you can join the legion of awesome people who are kicking us a few bucks a month, showing their appreciation, and helping us keep the lights on. That address again is patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro gaming podcast. Yes. And this week we are reading your responses to both Contra and Little Nemo the Dream Master. Indeed. Yeah. So, uh, and there's no comma there. It's not your responses to Little Nemo and the Dream Master. <laughs> yes. The, uh, uh, yeah. So thanks. You guys came out in force. Yeah. I appreciate it. And we're going to get started. Mm. Um, go ahead and get started with uh, Christopher Sheely. Yes, so Christopher Slee on Facebook says, uh, Thoughts on Contra. Great game. However, I still suck way too much, even in the era of save states, to get super far into it. I just suck at shooters of both 2D and 3D natures. But I really dig what I've played and what I've watched on stuff like Awesome Games Done Quick. Yeah, it is a fun uh, speedrun game. Yeah. So it is, is worth watching on there. Yeah. An element of performance to that. There's a, a, a um, especially in shooters like this that are as difficult, there's not like an element of athleticism to that. Yeah. Where it's just impressive to see moment to moment what they're doing. Very nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, so someone just played perfectly. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's a manageable speed run to watch too because it's like 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you have to sit down and invest like two hours. Yeah. That's a, you know, let's plays and speed runs and streams and things like that. I, I'm beginning to wonder if they're as popular as they are because they're, uh, you know, there's a certain segment of the market that, that, that says things like this or thinks things like, Oh, I, I'm terrible and I can't play this that good, but I would actually like to experience this vicariously through somebody who is really good at it. That's what, I'm, I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah. And part of it is, is just called to personality stuff too. Yeah. Like you can especially see the speedrunners. I've said this before. Um, I think me and Nick made this joke on uh, Comrade, but like the, uh, the most popular speedrunners in the world are the ones that seem like reasonable, decent human beings. <laughs> yeah. Like if you seem like a normal guy and not a mouth breathing, you know, social malcontent, mm-hmm. then you will probably be a pretty popular streamer or pot, you know, speedrunner. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, because otherwise, you know, just like it, it, you, AGDQ is like a little bit like, I love it, but it is a little bit like lifting up a rock and like <laughs> seeing the, you know, cause there's some of these guys are just, you know, yeah. real awkward. Same awkward scuttles under the friends. fridge. Yeah. yeah. Real awkward friends. Hmm. And the, uh, uh, the most popular ones are the ones that are just like, seem like regular dudes. Yeah. Well, there was that one video where the guy said, I would prefer that you stop. That, that video is amazing. <laughs> Because like, that's some of the, the speedrunners that you're running into are like that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that that guy stood up for it. Yeah. You know, yeah, the, uh, I prefer you stop talking. <laughs> yeah. um, if you watch the, the whole, like the extended cut mm-hmm. of that, you get to see, you know, the, the, the guy who's annoying really earned that. That shut down. Yeah, I've I've only seen the 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 full version. It's a uh, yeah. it's a little bit. Uh, what is what is it? Best in show where the where, yeah <laughs> where one of the one of the guys is like crazy off the hook and the other one's uh, straight laced. Mm-hmm. Color commentary versus actual commentary. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, the color commentary is really annoying. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. So yeah, thanks, uh, Christopher. Uh, David Hilton says via Facebook. Contra brings back memories of my parents dropping me and my brother off at this place for military brats where they had a single Contra arcade machine just sitting there and taunting me because of my cheap-ass parents that wouldn't give me a damn quarter each morning. I'll never forget. Never. Uh, also, chilling. Uh, it was a cool bro shooter before there were bro shooters. Hard as balls as well. Yes, Contra is the army of two of its time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the... Uh, yeah, except it's just it's I I don't know like it's just my my old school nature like I like a uh, side scrolling version of that. Yep. Whereas I don't like a uh, first person version of it that much. My tongue was in my cheek a little bit. Though. I know. I'm just I, I was just I was responding to the actual point. Yes. Of the the, the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a uh, man. Not getting the quarter for the arcade. It's just we're getting there, one quarter you. and then just having to like wait. Yep. Like or like you, you get like three quarters. Like I would spend a bunch of time in this bowling alley, and sometimes I get like a dollar and quarters, and have to be there for two hours. <laughs> and just like, how do I make this last? Yep. You know, just watch the attract mode a lot. <laughs> Wait for somebody else to come in and play, so I could stand over their shoulder like a pathetic fly. Yep. And just, <laughs> can I can, can I sidle in here a little bit? Is it okay if I watch a little bit? <laughs> go go to the bathroom because I'll play for it. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll watch this for you. I'll keep this machine going. I'll keep it warm. Yeah. <laughs> No. Oh, Alex via the contact form says, people seem to forget about the hallway levels. As great as this game is, it's like people are blind to the extended, not great hallway levels in the game. Same as how people talk about how great Contra 3 is, but forget the garbage overhead stages. I that- didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Always remember. Yeah. Uh, that's why Contra Hardcore on the Genesis is the secret best Contra game. I have not played that one. Nor have I. Yeah, um, I, I would. I'd be curious if what Alex thinks of Shattered Soldier because Shattered Soldier is really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll check out Hardcore. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd be curious to see like uh, how it sounds on the Genesis. Oh yeah, farty. I bet. <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's full of farts, um, but that's okay. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah I like Genesis farts. Um, yeah, uh, Brian says by contact. If I had to name my top five favorite NES games, Contra would definitely make the list. It might not, it might even be in my top five favorite games of all time. I absolutely love this game. From the music to the graphics, this is pure NES gold. And despite the simple gameplay, I have yet to beat it without the Konami code. code. Um, although in playing it for the show, I did finally reach the last level before dying, so there's hope for my future. <laughs> my best memory of playing Contra was at a youth center uh, when I was in high school. They had an arcade cabinet with about 20 uh, games on it, and one of them was Contra. Playing it uh, like that wasn't necessarily easier, but it was a lot of fun. It was also free, so it got a lot of my attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is a game that lends itself to the to, to the arcade stick, doesn't it? Because of the eight way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine so, or at least like an NES style D pad. Like I was playing it with uh, on emulator mm-hmm. with uh, with Xbox controller, and that Ooh. that D pad that you cannot say enough bad things about it. Mushy, uh, yeah, super mushy. Yeah, like at least with an NES D pad, it works. Mm-hmm. So. Want to move on to Little Nemo responses? Yeah. 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 Thanks, everybody, for responding about Contra. Yeah, thank you. And most of these responses are actually the same people who wrote in about both games. So, yeah. So you're going to yeah. hear some very familiar names. Yeah. Hmm. So Alex writes in via the contact form saying, I rented this game a bunch, again, Little, little Nemo, um, a bunch of times due to the really cool mechanics, nice graphics, and great music. Uh, I never seem to make it very far, probably because the basic structure of the game is frustrating. It's the same reason I never liked the red coin levels on the 3D Mario games. Having the focus of a level be a long uh, scavenger hunt is not all that fun. In Little Nemo, it is all that. The game is charming, sure, but essentially irritating to me. Yeah, like you have to be into that, like wanting to explore these places. Yeah. 
Like it is not it's it is a platforming game, but that is not the core mechanic. Right. Okay. It. it is it is traversal porn. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I could see that. Yeah. For sure. Um Alan says, to this day, Little Nemo is, in holistic terms, my favorite NES game of all time. Granted, I wouldn't consider it objectively the best. Super Mario 3 would probably take that award, uh, with the best of Capcom and Konami following close behind. Little Nemo has its share of issues. The jumps in regular Nemo form feel a bit too short for some of the platforming sequences. Some of the obstacles require uh, delicate timing to deal with, especially the tall tree early in the flower garden and the aforementioned fire ants, as well as the jumps, jump smashing a certain brick with a certain mouse in level 5. I love the presentation of the story, simple as it is. Rather than starring a muscle-bound commando or a legendary knight, you play as a sleepy-eyed little boy who has to be bribed with candy from a stranger, too, shame on you, Nemo, uh, to get started in his adventure, and his prepubescent skittishness towards the opposite sex makes for some cute opening dialogue. Also, as a child, I was one of those weird little kids who had crazy dreams, so I suppose I could sort of relate to him in some weird way, silly as that may sound. It's a shame that licensing troubles with the movie— which came out around the same time, would make a re-release unlikely. Although since the original 1905 comic is in the public domain, I suppose that a spiritual sequel in the visual style of Windsor McKay wouldn't be out of the question. Indie devs? Yeah, get on that. (laughs) Um, For anyone who missed out on the slice of Capcom's history, it's definitely worth a look. P.S. There's an unused music track in the game that shows up in the ROM dubs. Nothing special, but worth a listen. And we'll, we'll cut that in. Yeah. That, that that's kind of funny that you, that you think it's weird that you related to a little kid having dreams like that. Like I I totally got it. Yeah, like yeah, that, me too. I, I think that's that, that that's a huge part of the appeal to me. Is uh is is that throwback to like little kid dream dream logic and wonder? You know. Yeah, and even not uh, strictly dreams, but also daydreaming. Yeah, like all of those things were like I don't I I think I've mentioned this before on the show, but like up until I was embarrassingly old, mm-hmm. I used to. Before bed, like after I would read or whatever I do before bed, would just lay in bed and like fantasize about stuff like this mm-hmm. before sleep, and that's what I that's what I would do. And it would be like, oh, it's me and an animal doing these things, or oh, it's me getting these powers and joining the X Men mm-hmm. or something. And like until I was like seventeen, like yeah. it was it was ridiculous. But like that is what I used to do, yeah. and this reminds me of that. Yeah, you know, what are these headaches with pictures? That's imagination, son. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Going on here, Brian writes in via the contact form. When I was a kid, I loved the movie of Little Nemo, yet I never realized it was based off of a comic or that or that the uh, NNES game of it existed until Brentel Floss did a song of it. I got a ROM of it and messed around with a little getting to the third level before giving up. I picked it up again uh, for the show and finally beat it. This is a really hard game. I can't imagine beating it without the near save scumming I did. Yet, it wasn't necessarily a bad experience, despite how hard it was. The levels were interesting, and the music was good. The gimmick of feeding sleeping pills, I mean candy, to animals in order to inhabit their bodies uh, like parasites or ride them uh, was both delightful and a little disturbing. Uh, The boss fights at the end using the scepter were a real drag, and I often questioned whether or not I was uh, causing any real damage until they finally died. Um, in the end, it was a good game that might be uh, better with a little easier difficulty curve. And also, fuck those dandelion seed-looking monsters. I hope to never see them in a game again. They are fuckers. Yes, they are. Um, 
that's that that is a true thing about those bosses. Like the, the it's it's something that maybe was a little bit more common in the 16 bit era, but actually mm-hmm. throwing in some kind of visual phase shift for for, for yeah. a boss to indicate that you're making progress. That was my you know one of my core frustrations with with the uh, penguin. Uh, you know, despite the fact that I you know okay, in addition to the fact <laughs> that I mm-hmm. um didn't know that I could charge a shot with the scepter, um just not knowing I was making any progress. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you have to like that that's a thing that you see in games now like yeah. you even you see that in like shooting games too like where somebody just doesn't react to being hit yeah like it just doesn't it, it throws off the it's hard to know you're making progress and it feels bad yeah and this it makes a noise but the noise is indistinguishable from like the noise of him absorbing it with his penguin armor <laughs> and the uh yeah like like feedback as you know you're making progress is super important yeah and uh, the game doesn't doesn't do that great nope and in fact it does it probably pretty poorly um, and, and you can see like the earlier enemies that you're just fighting, you know, with the gorilla or whatever, um, most of them die in one or two hits. So it's not a big deal. Right. It only really gets underlined with bosses. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So finally, uh, Josh has my contact. Uh, this game was one of my favorites as a child. I had no knowledge whatsoever of the source material, but the gameplay variety was amazing. Trying on different animals to get through the level with style was a great gameplay mechanic. It's definitely done weird things to my perception of some of these animals in the real world, though. I can't help thinking about bumblebees in terms of how far can that bee fly before it has to rest? That's a pretty that's good adorable. question. <laughs> yeah, that's adorable. Um, yeah, so you can get away. Uh, <laughs> the cuteness of Nemo's jumping even influenced uh, how my cousin and I used to jump on the trampoline as kids. We would do the little Nemo jump, which involved us jumping from one side of the trampoline to the other with our arms and legs outstretched behind us as far as they would go. Thanks for talking about this game. It brings back some great childhood memories for me. That's adorable. Yeah, that's pretty Good job, cute. Josh. Thank you. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, childhood. It is. Yeah, it is so. It is good. Good amounts of kawaii. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Healthy yeah. amount of kawaii. It's, it's a high, uh, high uh, quality of kawaii. High kawaii. The yeah, high kawaii. The uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is really, really adorable, and mm-hmm. and that's. I think we picked up on the same same stuff. Yeah. That you did. So whenever I see a frog, I, I think about how much of my body I could fit into it before it dies. <laughs> Pulling it up so, like a jumpsuit. <laughs> yep. I just get my big toe in and then it just, it's just warm and gross. Ew. So uh, a Pac-Man frog that just latches on. Yep. Yeah. Pac-Man frogs are so cute. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> like little balls. I'm so, I'm so into cute things right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah, great. Like I, I little know. Nemo's got me into this, this cute phase. Yeah. Well, I've, I've just been in such a shit mood. Like, yeah. Yeah, man, it, it is sometimes nice to just, uh, you know, you, uh, there's a Twitter account, uh, Dog Solutions. You know about Dog Solutions? <laughs> yep. Yeah, Dog Solutions, a real good Twitter account. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, in a similar I mean, vein, Emergency Kittens. Yeah, Emergency Kittens. Yeah, maybe I'll pick up uh, Pokemon again now that I'm in this cute mode. Yeah. See some, see some things be cute. <laughs> so, yeah, I love cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for responding. If you have things to say about Half-Life or God Hand or I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream or, or Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yes, for the remake specifically, um, go to duckfeed.tv forward slash contact mm-hmm. and share those things. We welcome all of your responses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in general, there's a lot of stuff you can do. The Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool place to go and you get cool rewards and you can vote on things like our adventure poll and uh, support us, which we really appreciate. Yeah. We know you have a lot of options uh, when it comes to supporting creators mm-hmm. online and we really appreciate the people who are choosing to, to share their, their money with us. Yes. Because um, it helps us, you know, it, it not only is it just a, it does, it is a demonstrable concrete help and lets us do like live shows and buy games and stuff, but it also is just a, like an amazing gesture 
Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, they, this is a really concrete way that you guys are showing that you care about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we care about it. So that makes us feel less alone in the world. <laughs> and anything that makes us feel less alone in the world, I'm in favor of. Well said. So. Uh, we also do a bunch of other shows. You can check those out at duckfeed.tv in addition to our blogs. Um, mm-hmm. One that we don't talk about enough is our friend Will Owens, who has popped up on the show from time to time. Uh, he does a blog called The Backlog Killer, uh, yep. where he talks about uh, the games that he uh, has neglected to beat. And he goes yeah. into uh, into, a, uh, into a degree of depth that I think that listeners of the show will appreciate. Yeah, it's good. All the all the reading stuff on the the, the site is good. Yeah. Like I, I think that, that we have this nice little cottage thing going on. Mm-hmm with that and it would be cool to do uh you know to, to really kind of get that going yeah i think it's all pretty good <laughs> um yeah and uh i mean we've been recording for a while yes we have so uh i think it's, it's probably good yeah um but yeah thanks everybody for listening and uh we have some deleted scenes coming up enjoy them you, I, I don't mean to correct you but is that arista's ring or is arkesta's ring a different thing um it, it must be arista it must be arista's ring then though yeah uh let me see. I, uh, for some reason, I thought it was. All right, it's, it is Arkista's ring. Oh no, our, yeah, it is. It is with a K. Okay. Yeah. So, so you don't mean to correct me? No. So I take just, it back. <laughs> I've, yeah. I've only ever heard it as Arista's ring. Yeah, I, I thought that I. That's how I said it when I was younger too. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw it again, I really did a deep dive on the research. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Googled it. Yeah, but yeah, deep dive and let Google autocorrect me as it will. <laughs> no, in fact, I just Googled for it. Uh, I just did Arista's ring, and it links to your your Let's Play of it. Oh, hey, <laughs> so yeah. there we go. Yeah, there you are. Um, there's a spanking special attack you do on scantily clad ladies, and I'm just like, ugh, <laughs> come on, to <laughs> <laughs> spank these ladies. You fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> you blew it. Yeah. Uh, man, how about you? What's up? Uh, not much. Um, going to not my birthday. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for the gift. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Renaissance Fair. It was fun. Yeah. Um, it was real stupid, but like fun. Yep. The uh, which is what you want from those things. Yeah. Um, bought myself some some silly shit. Bought some old D and D books, and I'm this is a I'm a meteorite. Ooh. Fragments I bought from Spain. There's a really amazing store um, in Portland that, like, I always forget the name of, but it's essentially like a it's like all taxidermy and bones and like stuff like that. Like, you can buy like pretty much the skeleton of anything <laughs> there. Um, <laughs> it's really great. Yeah. Um, and they they sell you know curiosities and stuff. So I got it from there. I also got a, a piece of bismuth, which like if you've oh, ever bismuth seen, looks great. Yeah, like just I, I have a micro, like a tiny alien city. Yeah, on my I, th- desk. I think we might be reading the same threads on something awful because mm-hmm. that that that's where that like I just I saw that and I was like, man, I need to order some bismuth. Then I saw your Did toot. You... <laughs> oh yeah, no, I just happened to run into it at the uh, at the store. Oh yeah, um, I'll put it in the show notes for anybody who's local, but I can't remember the name of it now. Yeah, but uh, it's just awesome. Like you just go there and it's just like cool shit, like fancy globes and hourglasses and like like a little bit of like you know, there's a little bit of shitty steampunk cosplay goggle stuff yeah. going on but then tons of legit you know cool shit huh. and it's never open and it's just like it's my birthday like i'm gonna <laughs> walk in this place and spend some money and yeah. none of it was like break the bank expensive but yeah the uh the meteor fragments if you see a shooting star that's what a shooting star is yeah it's just meteor fragments so i've got this tiny little shooting star in a glass case awesome on my desk 
I'm pretty into. Do they like it? Did they, did they just look like rocks or is there like mineral content to it or? Um, they look like a little bit like little raisins. Hmm. The, that's weird is they have like a, there's like an oil to them. Like the case I have them in has a mirror on the bottom and they have like, they've spread like an oil onto the, onto the back of this mirror. Huh. It is, yeah, it is weird. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't like, I, I feel like if I eat the oil, I will get powers, but I'm not going to do it because I <laughs> m- might die. Yeah. But it looks like, I mean, just like, oh, there's this grease from space. Yeah, you're this describing thing. the beginning to either a Cronenberg or a Wes Craven film. Yeah, yeah, or, or a Lovecraft story. Or, you know, if I look out, like, you know, turn into Green Lantern or something. Oh, yeah. You know, a Watchman. <laughs> turn into um, a Watchman. I turn, turn into one of the Watchmans. Yeah. Um, that's that's my luck. Turn into Watchman. Yeah, hello. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the, and then uh, tonight, the... Um, uh, Alice, who's the editor for the um, like online magazine I write for, sometimes is doing a, a meetup. Hmm. So, gonna go with as she's a friend of Elizabeth's. Mm-hmm. Gonna go. It's in uh, corresponds with XOXO Fest. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I, I yeah is in Portland right now. Really interesting. A lot of people that I that, that I like are tweeting from that. I don't really know what it is. It, it, ro- like it, 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 it is really weird. It rotates from, from like from year to year. Like, like what, okay. the, what the primary, it's like a tech conference kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, just people who, you know, make stuff. Think like a, like a less, like a, like a less institutionally douchey Ted. Talk. Okay. Yeah. Is, yeah. uh, is it, my... just, it just says it is a, well, this, so this, this website, I remember looking at last year just being like an experimental festival and then like seeing some, you know, this guy who is clearly an asshole on display at it at Pioneer Square. I was like, oh, that guy's an asshole. And he's an XOS girl. And I had no idea what it was. But yeah. looking at it now, there's slightly more, you know, there's like games and, and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. That, like the, the only thing that would like really upsets me about it is like it's it's pretty like exclusive. Mm, it, yeah. 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 It's not it's not a it's not for everybody. Yeah. Which is a little bit of a bummer, but. Yeah, and it's, you have to get invited to it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the regular who's who of <laughs> it's 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 a who's who of who's that. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So, but uh, corresponding with that, I think I don't I don't know if Alice is involved in it. I think that she just uh, knows people there. Yeah. So, but yeah, cool. The new disruptors. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Yep, you just. <laughs> <laughs> just have nope. to look straight past that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Goal. Ooh. 